Good evening and good morning to the people that are across the world. This is Where in the World is Nico? Episode 5. Woohoo! Nico, where in the world are you? I am in India, good sirs. Uh, more specifically, in the state of Rajasthan and in the city called Jaipur, also officially known as the Pink City. Why is it the Pink City? Everything here is painted pink. <laughs> Literally Seriously? Everything, everything mo well, not everything, but most so, question, of the question, is it pink or salmon? <laughs> That's a great question. Really, I think it's salmon, but maybe they're not into the fish here, so they're going to keep it at the pink city. I mean, if you called your, if you called your city the salmon city, you might, get, <laughs> you, got, you might get some confusing like people coming out there like, hey, I'm here to fish. No, no, that's Alaska. Sorry. And I, don't, I honestly don't think you get salmon here. I, I've been here almost a week, and I haven't seen salmon on the menu. Maybe at like fancy hotels, but... Just on so what's, just what have what you been eating? Like, I mean, what have I been eating? Oh my god! So Indian food is probably my 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 most favorite food. Your uh, most favorite food? Most favorite. It's tied with uh, Chinese food. It's just that I grew up in Sri Lanka, and being it's so close to India, I ate a lot of Indian food. And man, this is like mecca, mecca. I'm, oh my god! I, I remember coming here my first day and just trembling at all the food I'm going to eat here. So, uh, so some of the things how I've been eating. You, how long are you in India for? I'm here till the eighth of August, so a total of uh, three weeks, a little over, or a little under. Oh three wow! Weeks. So you're actually Matt. hanging out for a while. Yeah, I mean that's my mo. Uh, like I was in I was in Myanmar before this for two weeks. I was in Singapore for four days. That city's too expensive to be in. <laughs> but before that, I was in Thailand. <laughs> But before that, I was in Thailand for a month, so I'm really enjoying just going fairly slow and spending some time um, here and there without rushing and being on a bus every three days. Like, ah, I'm past that point. So do you have any highlights that you're going to be... I mean, you saw the Taj Mahal. That's kind of a must. Up yeah, there. the Taj Mahal was great. Um, here in Jaipur, if you ask anybody what defines the city, it's forts and palaces. It may sound kind of boring, but honestly, they're, they're beautiful. So last night... Uh, my girlfriend is also here visiting, yay. Uh, she's about to leave soon, boo. Uh, last night we went to a palace that is now a hotel, and it's gorgeous. I can just see it at night. Uh, I can somehow maybe put a link to it in the show notes later. <clears throat> but it's set in really old times. We had a drink at this place called a polo club, uh, which is just... Did you play polo? I wish I did. No, no. It's a beautiful they room. Did they have horses? <laughs> Actually, in front of the in front of the polo club was a very large garden where I'm guessing they play polo. Uh, wow! But yeah, it's 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 a beautiful hotel. And of course, my girlfriend asked me if I could get her one, and I just like sh <laughs> just stared, stared. A at hotel? Her. No, a palace. Oh! <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to do either. I was like. Mm. <laughs> Yes, of course. Hang on, let me uh, pull out those gold bars I've been tearing yeah, around with yeah, yeah. the whole time. I've been no, waiting I've... to spend them. <laughs> I got a few million of those somewhere in Build Your Palace. Oh, well. Oh, Andy, before we get started with that topic, how was your trip, sir? Oh, it was awesome. Spent two weeks in beautiful Iceland. Uh, it was uh, different. <laughs> Their culture is... Uh, <laughs> okay. The way I'm going to describe it, and I'm not trying to offend anyone... 
but they have a different stance on customer service than we do in the States. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think that's just the, way, the best way. It's, it's more of, you know, I'm more of a guide. And you're like, I thought you were a waiter. No, like, <laughs> I just guide you into getting your food. I don't guide you of what to get. I just guide you into getting your food. It's like, oh, okay, so do we get a drink? Today, I'll get you a drink. All right, cool. Um, can I get a refill? No, you can go get that yourself. You're not, you have two legs. It's like, oh, geez. I understand. Like, I do have two legs, so I might as well. Did you ever is, figure is there out? Tipping? Yeah. No, oh, there is no man. tipping. No tipping. But you essentially tip because the cheapest meal we had, which was fish and chips and fish hash was $68. What? Oh. <laughs> now, a little dessert. Too. I guess we did get dessert that night. We splurged. But, wow. uh, yeah, that, was, uh, that was, I mean, you get the same thing here. For me and Katanya, you're looking at like maybe 40 bucks, maybe. So it's it's a little, wow. almost double. Wow. And then, you, uh, you, oh, my God. Did you ever figure out why they liked hot dogs there? Oh, uh, they're good. They're really they good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just surprised. Like, they're, they're significantly better than our hot dogs. So really? everywhere. Wow. Hot dogs. Like, I mean, they are just everywhere. I mean, you go to a city, there's like 15 hot dog stands. And they're wow. all the same hot dog. And they're, they're lamb hot dogs, and they're naturally casing. Um, however, spoiler alert, they're mustard sweets. So if you don't like sweet mustard, I don't like sweet mustard. Uh, too bad. Uh, wait, wait. Um, what's a natural casing? Uh, like, uh, like sausage. So, like a bratwurst? Pig intestine, or it's lamb intestine. Yeah, there Tom. we go. Yep. There. <laughs> I was trying not, I was trying not to, Tom would never eat an Icelandic hot dog, but I just did. He'll never touch one. And the person who doesn't want to eat lamb intestine is Tom. How are you, sir? Oh, I've been pretty good. <laughs> no lamb intestines for you. Nope, nope. <laughs> Leave that one so, up to Andy. Yeah, they were they were very good, but uh, so we have a couple more minutes before we're going to sign off because we like to keep these short. Uh, we kind of wanted to talk about uh, social media promotion, and obviously, I always have my own benefits for all my subject crazy subjects that I throw at you guys, but I always try to make it kind of uh, tied back to Nico's trip. So this one is about uh, promotion and promoting your activities to kind of create the brand that we kind of talked about last month. So we're even building off of last week's episode, or last month's episode, I know. Look at, look at us go. I know, look at us well, I, know. Go. I, almost act, I almost know what I'm doing when I'm coming up with these topics. Woo! So I have two parts, one part for Nico, one part for Tom. And then maybe we'll have like a a small amount of time to kind of deliberate it afterwards. So first topic is, you know, to create a brand, you obviously have to promote it, right? A brand is essentially useless without promoting it. Um, right now, the trend is using social media. So you use social media, you use Facebook, Instagram, whatever, to promote your brand. doesn't even really honestly matter what it is. Um, so, Nico, when you're you're doing this, and I feel you're doing a good job at it, what are your like, what are your philosophies on what you're doing now? Is it easy doing while you're on the road? And what strategies are you currently using? 
Oh, man. All right. So, I've, it's tough on the road. It's very tough on the road. Uh, unless, the, the reason it's tough for me is because a lot of, before I started traveling, I used to do all the scheduling and all the, the posting manually. Uh, so you got a bit of a rhythm, okay, I'm going to go on Twitter, I'm going to schedule these posts, I'm going to go on Instagram, schedule all these posts, but for me it's just, I, could, I never set, this, set aside the time. Uh, so I, I will admit to the fact that in the, you know, the first four months of my travels, setting aside time to actually promote has, been, has fallen by the wayside. Uh, so, but before I left, I got in a bit of a groove. And this is what I did. The most important thing with promotion, I think before you get to promoting, you your content has to be good. Like we're talking good quality. And another important thing about content, it has to be, uh, I think bloggers use this term, it has to be evergreen. Um, so for people who are unfamiliar with the term evergreen, evergreen basically means I can read this five years from now, ten years from now, and it will still seem relevant. So. Mm. Yeah, so if you are writing something, you want to you want to strip away references to time or any 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 indication that it may be dated. So here's a good example. My 50% of my website's traffic is down to one article, and it is the one I wrote about how to get a U.S. visa for Filipino citizens. So mm-hmm. I will will link, will link to that. But half of my traffic, which is amazing to me, because my traffic numbers, believe it or not, have gone up, even though I have not. I have barely posted anything in the last three months. And oh, it's because, wow. yeah, it's, I was just shocked. I was just, oh, my poor website's neglected. No, my numbers are going up, and it's because of that one article. Um, so the way it was written is that uh, it, it basically, you can read it at any time, and it would still be relevant or make sense. And that, if you write evergreen stuff, that puts you in a position to be an expert, and that's what people like. Uh, people always want some... Because one thing that I did or made very made very clear to myself was when I started the website was I didn't want to be I call them like the dear diary blogger like I just you know it's like hey this is what I did blah, blah. no no I'm writing stuff to be helpful I think mean, that is the goals that I have with all my posts one they have to be informative and two uh, well mostly they have to be informative it's not I'm not here to gloat uh, I'm not here to you know pat myself on the back for going on this trip for example I posted. Uh, here's an interesting case. On Instagram recently, I posted a picture of uh, the admission tickets for the Taj Mahal. And my point there was a foreign, a, like a local pays 40 rupees. So 40 rupees is about like 50, 60 cents. While a oh, foreigner going to Taj Mahal pays 25 times that and they pay 1,000 rupees. So I was trying wow. to make, yeah, I was trying to make a point. Uh, with that post, but then I had I, I, there's someone I knew who left a comment and said like you went to the Taj Mahal but only posted a picture of tickets like ooh, so that's kind of an interesting uh, thing about knowing your audience too. It's like okay, you're trying to make a point, but at the same time, so this is onto another point. You got to give people what they want. Uh, like you go to the Taj Mahal, apparently posting picture of the tickets are no good. <coughs> So that's what I that's what I learned the other day. I mean, it's 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 always an evolving process. But I think my last point, number one, it has to be evergreen. Number two, you have to know you kind of know your audience and know what they want. Number three, you have to be consistent, and that's where I'm struggling. Because if you if you kind of fall, if people see that you're doing things every day, or 
not every day. So that's too much. If you're if you're creating content like every day is too much. Uh, but if if they're always in your in their purview, then it's like, oh, okay, this person is really putting stuff out. And if especially if it's evergreen, it'll be timeless. Like it'll always it'll go up in search rankings because a lot of people uh, the Google rankings are very very like that getting up there with I guess this is social no this is search engine optimization that. Oh man, you've you've got to pepper that into when you write your stuff. Just hit the keywords, and again, you just have to be prepared to do a lot of work for self promotion because now you're you're going from brand becoming like just a person to becoming a brand. There's a lot of work that goes in between, and that's what separates, I guess, people from brand. Like to become a brand, you kind of have to eclipse that point, and I'm hoping mm-hmm. to get there. I've made I've made strides in that direction, but now it's. Uh, becoming consistent, which is why I mean I break the news here first. Uh, so I'm headed back to the city, and I'm going to actually spend a week. Uh, and my girlfriend calls it the Wi-Fi retreat, but I'm basically just going to retreat into an Airbnb and work for seven days. Oh <laughs> so wow! I am yeah. I am gonna stop. Just I'm st- I'm gonna stop really traveling and just kind of work, kind of do really set aside some time and from there hopefully reset kind of a work travel like balance because the mm-hmm. it's 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 at a it's a very it's at an imbalance right now for me. So if I keep going like this, the, all the work I've put in would be just it again, it'll be gone in the ether because hey, you never kept up with it. Yeah, that makes a lot so of that, sense. Yeah, so that's my little two cents on self promotion. So real quick, and I want I want Tom's feedback on too, and then we'll we'll wrap it up because we're running a little bit long, but that's okay because I think this is this is very interesting, and honestly, we may have to dive a little bit deeper in this next time too because I think we've just kind of tapped the surface of it. But so here's here's this part two of the discussion, and we'll we'll try to wrap it up. Self promotion, especially when you put it on social media, you're mostly promoting to your friends, family, people you've met. What's the balance? What what's What's the what's the formula so you don't piss off Tom Goody and you make him wanna uh, basically never talk to you again? So like maybe uh, we'll start with Tom. Like what maybe what's his opinion on maybe what not to do? Uh, maybe things that you've seen. Don't give specific examples, obviously. <laughs> but Nico, um, <laughs> uh, what, what how you feel that you ride that line too? Well, Nico, do I have a laundry list for you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shots fired! Shots fired! No, but actually, so my example would probably be uh, more from like the Tim Ferriss podcast, and uh, he does a lot of self-promoting like during the week, and um, it it tends to be like some new content with a lot of existing content kind of sprinkled in there, and like there's been a few times where there's been guests that. Uh, I really enjoyed their first time on the the podcast, and so when I see that name pop up again, I'm like, oh, nice! Like you must have, you know, invited him back or you know done something else with them. And then, like, I look into it a little deeper, and it's it's a the same poster. It's like the the same podcast from like two years ago, you know. So, uh, I think like with that, it's it's almost a little over promotion because it's kind of and it's almost neglecting like your existing audience by trying to drum up your new audience. And so, you know, because your, your existing audience already knows about most of those podcasts exist, so they don't really want to be hit with that like every other day. 
And so that's where I think, you know, it's kind of like fine line to ride of making sure they don't forget about you, but also making sure you don't annoy them. I think that's part of the part I struggle with is just the way that all the algorithms work and all the social media yeah. is, you know, if if the person's not, if the person doesn't get the honor of being posted in your post, you got to try again, otherwise they may not see it. And I wonder if that's why a lot of people do that and a lot of people just are not doing it well enough where they keep pounding the wrong people on accident. Yeah, I mean, I I had to do some of that as well. So let's say I come up with a new post, uh, and then you also have to be conscious about, again, knowing your audience is very important. Uh, much of my audience is back in the U.S., and I was posting this stuff when I was in the Philippines. I had to be very cognizant of the time difference. Um, so what I did was I would publish it and then repost the post at more convenient times. So I think social media experts recommend that you post it uh, right after work. And it's because a lot of people are commuting back, you know, sitting on a train, and that's when the time, like, I think we talked about it before the show, it's like Facebook time, right? It's like, oh, I just something. It's more likely for them to see it. Um, you don't want to do it. I mean, it's lunch. It's their lunch and right after work. Uh, so that's the best time to get someone's eyeballs. But for me, like, so Tom was basically talking about recycling content. Uh, which is a good method, but again, it alienates people who are already familiar. So what I do is I write, I put a hashtag or write something that says like old post. I have to be very clear that this is an old post, mm. so they can like, oh, I've seen it already. Like I'm not. So the if if it's a cycle thing, I, the first few words in that post, whether it's on Twitter or Instagram, it's like this is an old post. Or on on Instagram, they they use the hashtag LP, which is late post. Uh, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people don't know that, but that's the way that works. So you're making it very clear that this is recycled stuff because it can get very annoying um, when it's new. On the other hand, if it's like brand new content, I write new on it, like new. So it's very clear that this is brand new. Like you're trying to take the guesswork out of what you're you're posting. So as long as you're very clear with what kind of content this is. I think that's where I kind of draw the line because that's kind of acceptable to me. It's like, okay, I've already seen this already. Oh, okay, thank you for letting me know it's old. You saved me from clicking this link and wasting 0.3 seconds of my life there. So, hmm. That's actually kind of a good idea. I never thought of that because I think what Tom's saying is right. That is annoying, but I, I but then just all the, the research I've done into this, I understand why people do it. Yeah. It's so hard to hit everybody with one post. Yeah. You know, unless you've got a mega reach, unless you've got, you know, millions of followers retweet your work, uh, this is kind of the way you do that. So I wanted to I wanted to add something about friends on Facebook, uh, on, on social media. The, the thing is, uh, social media has redefined what we call friends. Because now you've got your close friends and you've got friends. Uh, so a very common strategy on Instagram, which annoys the heck out of me, but seems to work, is a lot of people leave kind of uh, non-genuine comments to photos. So they'll say, like, love it, like it, this is so cool. Like, it could apply to any post. But then you mistakenly think that it's a very genuine comment, and you click on that guy's feed. It's like, oh, this guy's cool too, let me follow. Uh, and uh, it's interesting because I watch my, my Instagram followers kind of go up and down. 
It's basically mm-hmm. people that follow you. It's it's the whole like follow you then unfollow you, but then you're still stuck following this person. Yeah. Uh, so then suddenly you're like, whoa, what the hell? So that's a very cheap, uh, cheap strategy. On I mean, it happened. It happened on Twitter a lot. Uh, it happened. On, it's still happening on Instagram. So I watch. So my follower accounts never go up nor down. It just like ebbs and flows. It just stays on the same. So that. It's kind of so that's why friends like you I there are people that I follow on social media which I've gotten like fairly close to or who I've uh, become friends with online but again social media has changed the definition of friends um, I think just to jump off of that if you're worried about you like your friends because the people you follow so they have a they have a you have a like interest you know what I mean so mm-hmm. You connect on that level, but like your friend from high school, you may not connect on that level. So you posting something about, you know, a topic that your friend from high school has very, very little, you know, interest of. That's why a lot of people branch off and kind of create, you know, different accounts uh, or more specific niche accounts. So like, oh, I, I'm a, I like fishing. So like, you know, Nico the fisherman or something like that. So that's why you create. That's this is when you start branding yourself. When you mm. when you like branch so this off, is, this would be like actually going in your Facebook and actually organizing your friends. So you like, you yeah, got, you, like, you know, in Google Plus they call, that circle, they call it circles. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, mm-hmm. Facebook has a version of it too. I can't remember what it's called, but ah, uh, see, yeah, Facebook, yeah, Facebook. I don't know. It doesn't make it very apparent. Like, they just want you to be. They want you to post to your friends or any a friend is anybody in your friend list uh, or public. Uh, so. Facebook for me is not really it's for me it's not the pure definite social media. I use Facebook to keep in touch with my friends like so my, I have one rule with Facebook. I'm friends with you because I've met you in person. That's it. Uh, there are there's one or two exceptions but those are the people who I've added that way I I they've, they've been vouched for by other friends. So it I don't I definitely don't add random people. I actually go and do, like unfriend people. Uh, after a while, if they if it's been very stagnant, because that's what Facebook means to me. But the other platforms I'm on, like Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter, it's you know open season. Like, if you want to be my friend, go for it. <laughs> I may not be yours, but well, we may have, maybe that's what we should talk about next week is uh, kind of everyone's views on their favorite uh, social media platforms, and especially while Nico's on the road, what's the most useful platform for? Staying in touch with your friends, and then on top of the fact, staying in touch with random people you meet. Because yeah. I, I have, I have some. I read an interesting post about LinkedIn, and I will, I'll, I'll make, I'll, I'll make sure I bring it up next month. Not today though, because we're, uh, we're way over our time. Way so. over. <laughs> so uh, I think that's what I'm gonna wrap up with. So Nico, you're in India for a while. You're gonna have a Wi-Fi day, so you might actually be just leaving India next time we talk. Where are you cool. going next? Where am I going next? We're going to Morocco. Going to go to my second continent. Going to set foot on Africa or in Africa. On Africa? Wow. Yeah. But uh, here's a a little bummer there. I was planning to go to Turkey. (laughs) I guess that's not happening. I think that's for the best. (laughs) Just just personal opinion. Oh, God. All right, <laughs> and I'm going to leave it at that <laughs> alright guys thank you so much Tom and Nico for uh, that great discussion uh, it was a little long apologize for that but I thought it was pretty useful so I didn't want to cut Nico off So um, we will see you guys next month on Where in the World is Nico for Tom and Nico I'm Andy I'm out of here see you guys bye
Bye.